Welcome back to Drinks After Work. It's Shannon. It's Abby. It's us. It's Drinks After Work. It is what it is. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode. But if you're new here, welcome. Welcome. If you want to keep up with us, you can follow us on social media. It's at Drinks After Work underscore on Instagram at Drinks After Work no underscore on TikTok. And we're also on Twitter. Um, it's at DAW underscore podcast. So give us a follow. Um, you can stay up to date with all of our merch drops. Uh, there's a link in our bio that has a bunch of fun things like our Facebook group. So don't, don't be left out. Yeah. And if you don't want to keep up with us, then just follow us anyways. We'll Venmo you for it. <laughs> Shannon will Venmo you. I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo you some serious cash. (laughs) Give you a cold five bucks. Imagine people actually followed us and were like, okay, can you Venmo me? Oh, I think I'd do it. Okay. For followers. Be careful what you wish for because you (laughs) just might get it. Um, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who listened to episode 27 last week because we are charting on Apple number 29. Woo! And that is the, I say lowest, but I don't mean lowest. It's the lowest score we've ever gotten. Like it's the best score we've ever gotten. Like we want to be like top five. We're getting there. I know. Imagine seeing top five. I'd probably start crying. I would cry. I would be so happy. That would be insane. But anyways, for right now, 29 is awesome. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you guys so much for the support and for listening. It's been it's been so fun. Yeah. So today is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We did not record on our usual Monday night. So we had an extra day to recover to re- from the past weekend. Yes. It was so fun. We Like we said last week, we were getting hyped up because we wanted to go to the Grand. Um, so we ended up going on Friday it was so fun. Um, it was actually everything I've wanted. Did do you know if they installed like a new sound system? Because my ears have never rang like that before. <laughs> like it was so loud at night, but like the next, the next morning day, I felt yeah. it. Like I woke up and I literally was like, is this permanent? Cause I just like <laughs> heard this ringing and I couldn't hear anything. I know. I felt like I could normally hear in 3d and now I can only hear in 2d cause of how loud it was. <laughs> But no, I don't know. Maybe our ears just became sensitive because it had been over a year since we were at the Grand. I know, but we've been to other clubs and that hasn't happened to me. Like we went to yeah, we went Miami, to Shrine and that didn't happen. True. Like I physically, like people would talk and it was like muffled. And I literally thought I was like, I messed up my eardrums. Like it's done. Like I'm, I'm done. Until our group chat, everyone said the same thing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I it's know. Not, it's everyone, not just me. When everyone else confirmed that they also could not hear, I was like, all right. Okay. We're, we're in a good place now. We're all going deaf together. But Chico's was awesome. We got to see um, our manager, Buddy, aka DJ Casa, open up for Cheat Codes. And he was unreal. It was amazing to see him in his uh, natural habitat. Element. Yeah, in his element. <laughs> natural and of ha- course, our spray tan girl was our bottle girl again. I know. What are the chances? Ugh, love that for us. It's crazy. But the true fun began when I decided, so I had scheduled a bar class for myself the next morning. Like an idiot. Like an idiot at 9.30. I don't know why. Like I have been on this thing where I'm like, I'm going to 
schedule a class Saturday mornings. That way I don't get too hammered on Friday. It's like a little incentive. Well, it didn't happen nope. because we were obviously at the Grand and um, Dana was like pouring us tequila shot after tequila shot. One thing led to another. And she was just doing her job. I also fell asleep through my food. Like I had nothing in my stomach. Oh, so you I, missed the Uber Eats I order. was like, Michael, order me. <laughs> I asked him to order me a double cheeseburger with two sides of Cajun fries. I was like, do not let two me. Two sides. <laughs> I was like, do not let me fall asleep through the food. So the food gets there. Obviously, I'm passed out sleeping. I was like, just wake me up. I think I set myself an alarm. I guess he was shaking me. Like physically was like, Shannon, wake up shaking me. I slept through it because I was just like so like drunk and asleep. So he ended up having to eat my double cheeseburger, two sides of Cajun fries and whatever he got too. My alarm goes off and it's eight in the morning. And oh. I was like, oh, like why would that happen to me? And I realized I had scheduled this bar class. So I was like, okay, I have to go. Immediate regret. Immediate um, regret. You're a better person than I am because I would have just ate the cancellation fee. What is it, like $20? Yes, I know, but it's it's with Rachel and I don't know, there's like a few instructors there that I just like, I love them and I don't want them to be disappointed in me or like think less of me. So I was like, I have to yeah. go for her. Like, I don't want her to think that I was like out drinking last night. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah, grabbed my no, shit not at all. and I ran, booked it out the door. I was very, very much still buzzed. I don't know how I made it there. I'm like in class, like trying to do like the movements. And she was like, what the actual hell is wrong with you? Like, she was like, Hey Shannon, like, why don't you try to do it? And I was like, like this is just be lucky that I'm here. I was like, <laughs> like my eyes were watering. I was like foaming at the mouth and I was like, okay, I'll try. The woman next to me is like in her seventies or eighties. And she was like literally like doing all like the, the movements. Like she has it down. She looks at me and she was like, are you okay? No. And I was like, no, oh. <laughs> not okay. Well, a plus for effort, a plus for even going, I would have hard pass. No. Yeah, it like I was definitely like just like a little buzzed, like trying to to bar it out. But I don't mm -hmm. recommend it. If those of you listening to this, like, should I try that? I I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, Shannon, <laughs> Shannon tried it for you, and the 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 result is um just stay home. Secrets out. Just stay home. <laughs> just stay home. Um, but we had quite the day after bar. We met up for brunch, and we ended up in the north end for dinner. So it was quite the day of drinking, and I'm just. I'm just ready to not drink. Yes, I'm very excited. I think after this weekend, we need a break. We need a break. And when I say a break, I mean until like Thursday. Until, but well, you know that you know that TikTok that's like going viral right now, where it's like I only drink like once a week. Well, you yeah. know, in addition to Saturday and Sunday, but then like if there's like a birthday and like the, she's like, so I drink six times a week. Wait, I'm so impressed that you know that. Yeah, I only know because people are posting on Instagram, and I'm like, uh -oh. okay, like I can like relate to that but mm -hmm. it's so true because the whole week you're like I'm not doing anything this week like I'm gonna be healthy and well and make myself like smoothies and do a juice cleanse and then you forget that like okay it's three people's birthdays this week and I, I promised I was gonna go to dinner with my friends and like think one thing leads to another every week it does but you know normally we like to have a little adult beverage while we record but mm. this week we decided to take a break and try something new yes my liver is about to fall out of my body. So yeah. this week we replaced the adult beverage and we're swapping it in with culture pop. Culture pop. So what we have today is a Boston-based soda brand. And I'm usually not one to drink soda, but culture pop is something else. They are a probiotic soda made with organic juices, organic real ground organic spices, and they have 
billions of live probiotics in them at the mm-hmm. time of canning. And I like, if it says non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, plant-based, I eat that shit up. Like I, I mean, I feel like it's at the point where it's like most sodas these days are full of chemicals, but not culture pop. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, it was awesome. I, I know when they sent them to us, I was looking at them and I thought it was really cool that they did have probiotics in them Mm -hmm. because I'm used to buying those probiotics from Whole Foods that you tell me to get that are like $50 and you have to refrigerate them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if I could just drink a soda instead, that would really just make my life easier. So um, it's awesome. There's no added sugar. So they don't add um, cane sugar or anything like that. No artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Stevia. The only sugar or sweetness that comes from it is from the the fruit juice. So it's 100% natural. It's good for you. It'll make you better. It'll make you prettier. It'll make you happier. So yes. And you can find them in stores. You can find them at Whole Foods. You can order them online. You can get free shipping on all U.S. orders. And if you use our code DRINKS15, you can get 15% off your order. Amazing. Freaking cheers to that. Seriously, guys, try these. They have so many different flavors. Um, I'm drinking watermelon with lime and rosemary. I'm drinking orange mango with chili and lime because it's a little spicy, just like me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's actually really, really good, though. I was like going into it and I was like, I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's amazing. I agree. It's like a more fun kombucha. It is. And it's DAW approved. DAW approved. All right, let's get into drunk teats. Okay. Well, Well, a lot has happened in the TikTok YouTube world. So we told you guys last week that uh, Austin McBroom, a family YouTuber, was fighting Shannon's favorite TikToker, (laughs) Bryce Hall. (laughs) Is he not your favorite? He's just so hunky and gorgeous. You know, I just, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, So there was this whole battle of the platforms which is i just hate (laughs) i hate all look i want to after this week we're done talking about this stuff fair fair (laughs) i can't go on (laughs) i am i'm with you but we gotta keep the people the show must go on what what happened yeah so battle of the platforms was this boxing youtube versus tiktoker fight thing that went on saturday night in miami at the hard rock stadium and austin mcbroom and Bryce Hall fought. Who do you think won? If you had to guess. I mean, I went into the into the night knowing that Bryce Hall was going to lose. And Why? one of my friends placed a $3,000 bet that he was going to lose, which, which hit, which was awesome. I mean, he just doesn't look like a boxer. And I feel like Austin McBooty, like he definitely is more athletic. Like I'm pretty sure he was a collegiate athlete. Like he has more of the figure for it. Like Bryce Hall is the type of guy that like, I'm pretty sure what's that thing that you can get. It's oh shit. It's, it's like called sculpt me or that thing that like, get, like fake chiseled abs. Yes. Like it, it's like equivalent to getting like a thousand, like having a thousand crunches, but it's like a machine that does it for you. Oh, like they have that on your butt too. Right. Like he's that guy that like works out to look good. Like I don't think he works out for like agility and strength. Like he's not some like if I was dating him, I don't think that he'd be the guy to like fight for my honor. You know what I mean? Or maybe he would, but he'd lose. Well, there's only one way to find out. True. <laughs> I think you need to sign to Bryce Hall's DMs to figure that out. But Austin McBroom defeated Bryce by stoppage in the third round. So I didn't know anything about boxing up until this past weekend, but I guess like <laughs> and now you're a changed woman. Yeah, I guess he earned a TKO victory. Do you know what that is? Because I didn't until this weekend. 
something knockout. Yeah, it means technical knockout. So right. basically, to dumb it down, Austin was beating the shit out of Bryce Hall so much to the point where that the ref had to intervene and call it and end the fight. Okay, so basically what you're saying is it's not like he knocked him out in the traditional no. sense where it's like one big punch, the guy falls back, <clears throat> eyes roll back, the crowd's roaring. It's like he was beating the shit out of him so much to the point where... He wasn't knocked out, but it was like, this person's going to die. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that he was like uh, near death, but yeah, like he was like, <laughs> I'm just being dramatic. Knock, yeah. He bit. almost died. <laughs> I feel like we've all like, I didn't purchase this fight. As I said last week, I was not Refused. going to, that's where I draw the line, but oh, I feel I'm, like glad, we've all, I'm glad you have boundaries. I have some self-respect, but I feel like we all saw like clips from that fight of just seeing Bryce Hall getting like the shit beat out of him. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, a lot of people, myself included, were a little bit concerned for him and only not for like his physical well-being, but more so his like mental well-being, because I feel like so like even though he didn't win, he still won five million dollars. Like he still earned five million dollars from just participating in this fight. Right. But like. At what point is money worth your reputation? Happiness. Because <laughs> I feel like Bryce Hall's reputation has just gone down the drain. Because he has, because right. you know him, he has this bad boy like image, like mm -hmm. and like this ego, like he's just like hot shit, like he's a young boy with a shit ton of money, like chicks love him. And now it's like kind of almost embarrassing, like how much he like literally didn't like. I looked up the like stats, like. The final numbers show that Austin landed 29 punches and Bryce only 10. Right. So that's literally, that just goes to show like how much this wasn't even like a fight. And he wasn't boxing against like a professional boxer. Right. Like the, right. Like the Paul brothers are like, this is just like another Joe Schmo that like just I trained. agree with you. I agree with you. Cause also like a professional fighter, they're fighting against other professional fighters. So if you lose, like right. that's part of the game, but Bryce's, like you said, his whole image was like, like the they bad had boy. Equal chances, I feel. Right. Like Bryce's whole image was like the bad boy. So I think him losing and like losing like that, like it wasn't just the fact that he lost, but it's like how he lost. I feel like it kind of takes away that like credibility. Right. But I'm kind of glad though, because I think his ego is a little bit too big and I think he <laughs> needed to be brought back down to earth. So yeah. I think maybe he'll do some self-reflecting and maybe like be a better person now. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> maybe he'll just be like a changed man. Yeah. And he'll just be like a completely different person. Who um, knows? So Austin McBroom was probably celebrating and then... Um, I think that's over now. I don't think he's celebrating anymore because he has been once again thrown under the bus for cheating <laughs> on his wife. I mean, thrown under the bus or just like exposed. It's exposed. like, dude, just don't cheat on your wife and you won't have to deal with this. Yeah. So I was doing my thing, scrolling through TikTok at 2 a.m. like I normally do. <laughs> like Spiraling out of control in your head and like <laughs> texting me wondering. Just like the yeah. Come on, no, don't expose me. We're exposing Austin here, not <laughs> me, okay? Um, so this TikTok user, his name is Dean Redmond. So it's D-E-A-N-R-E-D-M-O-N-D-S. He posted- R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, he posted a, rec a screen recording of a TikTok that Tana Mojo posted and has now deleted because she didn't want to get sister sued. And um, basically, so, to, and this guy posted this video on TikTok two days ago and it already has, last time I checked, 6.9 million views. 
So it's not like the damage isn't done. The damage is very much done. So basically what, so just to preface this, Tana Mojo was friends with the McBroom family. I don't think they are anymore. Um, But basically Tana exposed Austin. She posted a TikTok explaining that recently she gets a FaceTime call from Austin and Catherine and, and you know, they're screaming, crying. Um, They're both, they're both there. Yeah. So yeah, like Catherine and Austin are in the same, they're together in the same FaceTime call calling Tana and they're, she's basically, um, Catherine, his wife is saying, is this your lipstick? Is this your lipstick? So I guess what happened is that one of Austin's allegedly one of his side pieces left a lipstick in his car and Catherine found him was like, well, this isn't mine. Like, I feel like you very much know what your lipstick collection is. Like, um, yeah, you know what branded, you know what brands you have, you know what colors you have. And if you find a lipstick in your man's car and it's yeah. like, you, you know, if it's yours or not. So basically she shows him the lipstick and, lipstick and is like, whose lipstick is this is like coming at him. And he's like, it's Tana's, it's Tana's like, da, da, da. so they call Tana to confirm it. And so Tana at the time thought it was a good idea. She was like, no, like save the kids, save the kids. Like, yes, it was mine. Yes. Like it was they have mine. children together. And she was like, I don't want to break, she up, break up a family. So she said it was hers. Yeah. Okay. So she said it was hers. Um, and then, so I don't know, I'm not exactly sure what caused her to now expose him, but I guess what she is claiming is that when, so Austin hired like four of Tana's friends as their nanny. And uh, when Catherine would go away, he would sleep with the nannies. Wait, wait. So they would like be like, I don't like, why would he need to hire them as the nannies? Why? Well, what's the point? That you'd have to ask Austin. I don't know what logic so that is. Were they actually ever watching the kids? That I don't know. That's weird. But basically like he told her that these were nannies and it was like this whole fake name. Oh, so if they, maybe if they were like communicating or and stuff, like she wouldn't get maybe. suspicious okay. because it's like, oh, it's like the nanny that I'm texting. Right. Yeah. Right. Like if they're at the house, it's not that weird. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe it was maybe like, like set, setting like some groundwork. That is like a, like you are not just like cheating. Like you haven't just cheated on your wife. Like that is like some pathological yeah like you do this like as a living it's like profession cheater like i do this as like my profession yeah wow yeah so tana deleted the tiktok but obviously everyone who saw it before she did screen recorded it and now it's been re-exposed so i'm sure austin's just having a grand old time now honestly screw him yeah like ew that's just don't they have like a family channel i feel like i would never watch that no. How could he gets on there and he's like making Christmas cookies with my kids? It's like <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I mean, they have like close to I think like twenty million subscribers on YouTube. So I mean, their target audience, tar- <laughs> hello, <laughs> their tar- target, their target audience. audience is not our target our target. <laughs> okay, maybe we're, we're done with that word. Just say something. <laughs> their audience, <laughs> their uh, <laughs> their audience is not the same as ours okay so whatever <laughs> gotcha. moving on okay <laughs> moving alex, on. alex cooper is leaving barstool <gasps> which i honestly feel like the way they announced that was kind of not like not shady but like they were like oh we're exclusive so basically she came out with this announcement today mm-hmm. right she posted a promo video mm-hmm. for her new season a dope she, one i may add it was dope yeah i didn't really know what it was supposed to be like it kind of looked like it was like the trailer for like a new kardashians like season it looks like the trailer for 
Real Housewives of something. I don't know, but it was dope and it was fun. And it was like Alex Cooper back again. But then at the end it says now exclusively on Spotify. And I feel like when we first saw that, we we were like, okay, so she's just not gonna have her podcast on Apple anymore. And we were like, that's inconvenient. (laughs) Because I only listen to podcasts on Apple. Shannon's the only person in America so, that doesn't have Spotify downloaded on her phone. Exactly. I don't have Spotify on my phone. So I came away from watching the promo. I was like, dope promo. You know, girlfriend looks great. Her hair looks awesome. Yeah, she did. Whatever. But I was like, you know, this is making my life a little bit harder now. I, I don't love that. I don't <laughs> like having to download another app on my phone. What I didn't realize was that what that meant was that she is leaving Barstool and she's joined the Spotify family. Yeah. Yeah. So it took a quick little Google search to, you know, put the pieces together. But I mean, I feel like it's bittersweet. I think it's weird because I think like that's where she started Barstool and now she's moving on to bigger and better things. But I mean, a three year agreement worth more than 60 million. How do you turn that down? That's so true. Like 20, imagine. That's a lot of money. Imagine $20 million a year. No. For podcasting. I cannot. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I mean, her, her situation's way, way better than Bryce Hall's. He got $5 million to get the shit beat out of him. <laughs> At least she gets to do what she loves. <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess this is Spotify's biggest exclusive deal for a woman led podcast to date. So that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. So that is she, cool. She, you know, is killing it for the, for the women out there. But uh, we put a poll on our story earlier today asking what platform you guys prefer listening to podcasts. And I was a little bit surprised by the results because team Spotify won by a decent amount. Like I thought it'd be like a close call, but last time I checked Spotify was winning, it was 24% and Apple was 36%. Yeah. But when we look at our numbers, most of them are from Apple. So that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe people nothing, like nothing makes nothing sense. makes sense. Nothing ever, ever. makes that's, sense. That's the thing about us. But but see, the thing is, guys, is that like I I need you to listen on Apple and rate us and review us because it helps with the charts. Mm, true. I know this is crazy though. So she's leaving. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. I mean, I, it's expected. Like her and Sophia were literally trying to screw over Barstool. A little over a year ago. Oh yeah, I'm not surprised. And leave. Like I don't think she had any loyalty to them. She didn't participate in anything Barstool related. She didn't really seem to give a shit ever. So I get why she's leaving now. I mean, I don't know. I feel like she's a businesswoman in the end of the day. I'm a little disappointed in myself that I didn't see this coming because I'm like subscribed to like Barstool emails and I (laughs) kept getting notifications that like Call Her Daddy merch was on sale for 40% off and I should have put two and two together because I feel like the only time that they do that when they put things on sale for like really high percentages is when like, like there's a reason. They're trying to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, like a closing sale. <laughs> yeah. No, that's essentially what it is. So it's like collector's items at this point. So while you're getting your Color Daddy merch, get our freaking DAW merch, Lincoln Bio. Um, True, which is not on sale, but it's no, okay. It's not, <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to pay pay we're, full trip price. Yeah, we're not we're not color daddy level yet, so you so you're just gonna have to bear with us until then. <laughs> we need the money. Um anyways, that's <laughs> it for drunk seats. Um, okay, so last week, guys, uh, we talked a little bit about the girls out there, how to shoot your shot, how to get back out there, get those bikini waxes, hit the town with your girlfriends, rile up the bitches, whatever. Um, we were talking about it, mm-hmm. and we realized that the guys probably need just as much help as the girls do. Yeah, I would agree, because I think pre-COVID, they didn't really know how to, you know, sp- 
approach girls and shoot their shot. And I think that the pandemic was very long mm-hmm. and any game that they had, any game at all is definitely now gone. So, so we need to help, we need to help you guys out so mm-hmm. that you can get back out there, start, you know, hitting up the chicks in Southie <laughs> and, you know, maybe setting yourself up for like a fall romance with a boss and baddie well yeah because i think the goal is you know talk to a few different biddies in the summer get a roster going narrow them down to like one in the fall right before cuffing season you have someone to spend the nice cold winter months with when you're like you know depressed going through seasonal (laughs) depression anxiety all that fun stuff but anyways we so um i guess ahead of time we put up a poll and we asked you guys we asked you guys this yesterday um what is the worst way that a guy's ever approached you, tried to ask you out, ask your number, et cetera? And what was the best way that a guy has ever tried to approach you? Cause we wanted to share some of the results and yeah. we did get some, we got a lot of results, which we're going to, you know, share some of our favorites. But I think the biggest thing that, you know, caught our attention was the fact that there were a ton of answers for bad things that guys have done. <laughs> and we only got one single response about um yeah literally one girl responded to what was the best way that you've been asked out it was actually really sweet it was cute um but it just goes to show that men have absolutely no idea what they're doing um so that just only further proved that you guys need our help so we're here so first we're gonna we're gonna share a few of our top ones you couldn't share all of them because it was a ton but hopefully this helps guys if you're doing this stop cut it out stop immediately Mm -hmm. stop drop roll and remove yourself from the situation okay so one girl wrote in and this is just shouldn't happen over slack at work (laughs) yeah i mean don't do it don't it's just a little weird i feel yes i think so for those of you that don't know, Slack is like an internal messaging system. I know a lot of different companies use different ones, but it's like basically AIM for the workplace. Mm-hmm. We use Slack at, at my company, but I don't think going into your work portal and like messaging a girl and asking her on a date is the move. I think if you become friends with a girl or you get to know her or you see her in the hallway. You can ask her for her number over Slack, but don't ask her out. Yeah, maybe, I don't even know if I like that. Like maybe no. if you're out and about with like coworkers and you see her like at the bar, you guys are hanging out in some capacity and you end up getting her number, fair, fine, that that's yeah. okay. I just think like approaching someone like in a professional setting and like assuming that they're right. gonna be cool to go out with you. What if she says no? It's gonna make things awkward at work. Right. But you also don't wanna make her feel pressured to say yes because of the fact that you work together. Right. So I just think like the pressure in the situation, like you just shouldn't, you should avoid it. Yeah, and I feel like if you haven't spent time together outside of work at all, like in a professional setting, like a work event, like a fun sponsored work event, then you're not really like, I feel like you need to like at least know if she's semi-interested. Right. So you need to like pick up on those vibes outside of work first. Yeah. Like I guess if she's like throwing herself at you via Slack and like sending you. Yeah. If she's flirting with you Then maybe, maybe. But yeah, I think you just have to be really careful there. Like if she's asking you like technical, you know, work related questions and you're like, hey girl, want to go out to dinner tonight? She might be like, no. Yeah. Another platform that you should stay away from is Snapchat. I think that's a huge red flag. So you'd be surprised by how many girls said that they've been asked out via Snapchat. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was like a picture, like a picture of them and they did it or they did it via Snapchat chat. Either way, 
bad, 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 bad. Red flag, red flag. Um, If a guy's main form of communication is via snap, there's a reason for that. Block him, block him. He has no communication. Um, He literally, if you're on a dating app and he asks you for your snap and not your number, block him. Don't waste your time. Just stay away from Snapchat. I just, yeah, I think, I mean, and trust me, there might be some girls out there who are just down for something casual and they're fine with it, but... Most girls are going to assume that there's a sketchy reason why your main means of communication is via Snapchat. The messages delete. No one knows really what happens. Snapchat's kind of a black hole. It's what most cheaters use. I'm probably going to assume you have a girlfriend and a wife and a kid that live in another country somewhere and you have a second identity (laughs) if you're messaging me on Snapchat. So I don't know. I think if you are like snapping a girl on the side and also texting her, that's fine. But just asking a girl out and only talking on Snapchat is sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving off platforms and to now physical locations. Don't do it at the gym. <laughs> do not. Like, I repeat, do not do it at the gym. Yeah. Don't. I think first impressions are really everything. And you may not care about your first impression, but she definitely does. And when she's like in the zone, sweating, panting to death, like can't catch her breath. And like you walk up to her and you ask her out while she's like on the freaking elliptical. What? Oh, or the Stairmaster. Yeah. And you're like literally, your, your legs are shaking and you're about to literally just fall off the machine. Y- you and- know what she's thinking? She's thinking, does he see my butt crack sweat right now? <laughs> yes, literally. Like all she cares about is how she's looking in this very moment and you have the audacity to ask her out no no don't do it stay away from the gym stay away from the gym um i know there's some guys that have talked to me and they're like well what if your crush is at the gym that's the only time you see her i still think you don't do it um the one time i think it's okay is if she's First off, if she's wearing a really, really cute outfit and like blatantly like try to look cute for the gym mm-hmm. and she's like by the water fountain or she just got there or she's leaving and you want to just like say hi to her or compliment her, get her number and get the hell out. Fine. I still don't love it, but definitely don't do it while she's working out yeah. ever. Um, okay. So a girl wrote in and said, a guy started talking to me and I nicely told him that I had a boyfriend and that I wasn't interested, but he proceeded to continue talking to me and said, I have a math test. Oh, I thought we were talking about things we could cheat on. I, I know like obviously the cheating comment is like the issue, but I really hate weird, cheesy pickup lines. Like, don't say that. Like, obviously you read that like one day and you're like, oh, that's hilarious. Like, I'm going to yeah. use that. Like, that just makes you sound and like also, a loser. Like, you sound fucking weird. Yeah. You sound weird. I agree. And you also need to take no for an answer. If she said she wasn't interested the first time, what makes you think that a cheesy pickup line is going to change your mind? But he obviously said that because he wanted to like tell his friends and be like, oh, look, look what I said. Yeah. But what do you think when you say something? And this is what I want all guys to do. When you say something, do you guys ever like take a second to think like, is no. she gonna re- like? Is she gonna respond back Learned to that and be think. like, "Oh my god, great point! Yeah, let's totally go out." <laughs> like, no, she's not. She's gonna think you're a weirdo. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Also, ladies, if he'll cheat with you, he'll cheat on you. So just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Yeah, true. And I just think like you with that. Gross. I would throw up <laughs> if, I, if someone ever sent me that. I would actually throw up. I agree. Okay, so a girl wrote in and said, "I'm five foot eight and was wearing heels, and a shorter guy come up to me." at the bar and pointed up and down and said, what are you trying to whisper to God? I I just, 
I I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. When I first read that, I kind of giggled. I was like, mm-hmm. but the more I thought about it, I was like, okay. So basically, what you're saying is that you are insecure and that you think negging is attractive, and you think that. Um, coming at me for something that I can't control, aka my height, is going to make you feel better about yourself and make me want to go out with you. I think that there is never ever an appropriate time that you should talk to someone about their height. Everyone is insecure height about and their weight. Everyone is insecure about their height. Everyone is insecure about their weight. Every single person on planet Earth, no exceptions ever. I agree. And you literally cannot control your height. Like, yes. yeah, you can gain weight or lose weight, but you can't control your height. So I'm sorry that you weren't blessed with, you know, a 6'1 figure, but <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I think that this is like a classic for again like what are you trying to accomplish why did you say it did you think that you'd say that and the girl would be like oh my god this is amazing let's get out of here no she's gonna think you're an asshole and also negging doesn't work like it might work subtly like there i know i've heard like stories about some guys who it was like very very subtle like making like the little kind of playful negging comments but if your first intro line to her is an insult like she's going to be, you're going to, first off, you're going to ruin her night and she's going to be pissed off. Yeah. And second, she's going to go and tell her friends that you're an asshole. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't, Boston's too small for that. Like, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't expect a girl to wear flats around you to make you feel better about yourself. Girls wear, wear heels because they want to and it makes them feel sexy and powerful. So maybe just go for a girl that's, you know, shorter than you because you can't expect a girl to give up heels. I'm sorry. Right. And I also think that that's I would her be problem. so much more like if I was like a taller girl and a guy came up to me that was like pretty short and he was like confident about it and just started talking to me and didn't even bring up the height thing. Yeah. I would think that was so much hotter than a guy that had to mention the height thing. Cause in my mind, I'm like, Oh, you're an insecure little bitch. That's why yep. you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a girl wrote in and said, he texted me, you pick the place and I'll show up. He got left on red. <laughs> As he should. Because I don't know about you, but I think there's nothing more attractive than when a guy takes initiative and mm. puts in effort. Right. Because what effort are you putting in by saying, you pick the place and I'll show up? If a guy texted me i made us a reservation at x restaurant for 7 p.m i'd be like all right i'm in there like swimwear like dope you you took the initiative to look and see what's available and what's good and okay cool like thank you like i appreciate that yeah no i agree i also feel like he definitely just copy and pasted that message to like 50 different girls (laughs) you pick the place and i'll show up yeah, I just, I don't like it. Again, the cheesiness, just don't. Like, just yeah. say hi, how are you? Nice to see you, whatever. Um, okay, this is another another one that we wanted, the last one we wanted to message, mention. Whoa, I can't talk. <laughs> um, anytime a man touches or grabs me before even talking to me, especially at a bar. I think this is big um, mm-hmm. because we've talked a lot about, um, you know, the physical side of flirtation and how you should be confident in like the little, the little gestures, like putting your hand on her arm or on the small of her back, or when you hug her, like lingering a little longer than maybe normal being hot. I think that if this girl doesn't know you has never shown any inclination that she's into you and you're like touching her or grabbing her in any way, that is super creepy and you should disengage. Yeah. I'd have to agree. I feel like there's really no, like there's, we don't even need to explain that. Just don't just do weird. it. Yeah. Just don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. 
Okay. Um, and then the, the, the one girl that wrote in and said that a guy did something that was really cute. So this is now her boyfriend, um, which is why it worked. But I guess when they first started talking, she told him that she liked the show Survivor. And when they first went to his place, he had it playing and had wine and cookies, which I thought was super cute. Cause he yeah. like took the time to be like, she's into this. I'm going to make an effort to do something that she clearly likes. And I feel like it's a good thought foreshadowing. Like if a guy does that on the first date, it's like, okay, if, if I date this guy and he's my boyfriend, like he's going to take into consideration mm -hmm. the things that I like and do the things that I want. So I yeah. thought that was cute. I know. I remember when Mr. Man and I first started talking um, and he didn't know like what my preference was for wine. He literally just texted me red or white. Like we had plans to like, I had plans to like go to his house that night and he texted me like earlier that day, like red or white. And I like, I don't know what I said, but it was just like the fact that he thought of it in advance and like cared enough to like to pick ask. something that I like. Like, I feel like it's the little things that go a long way. And especially if she mentioned what show she likes, clearly you're paying attention and that will mean so much more to a girl. I 100% agree. Um, okay, so we just went over a ton of the shit that y'all are doing wrong. Um, <laughs> but what we also want to be helpful and not just shit on you guys, we want to give you guys some practical tips that can help. Obviously, the state of emergency in Boston just got lifted. As we've mentioned, people are going out to the bars, they're meeting up with their friends, they're meeting up with significant others, they're going on first dates. So um, we wanted to help you guys out when it comes to approaching a girl, because we know that it can be intimidating and there's a lot that you can do wrong, but I feel like there's also a lot that you can do right. Yeah. So I feel like we can tell you to be nice, funny, outgoing, and confident, and that's not really enough. So I think because <laughs> you can be everything and you can be perfect, but it's probably still not going to work. No. And also like, I feel like we need to like, we need to break it down. We need, we need to, to break dumb it, down. it down. But I do think that the overall, our overarching theme is be yourself, be normal, like be cool. Don't go in there and like act like something you're not. Don't try to yeah. act like, you know, Chad from Southie or Mark in finance. If that's not who you are, you have to be like, confident in like who you are because girls see right through it when you're trying to put on this like big facade yeah. um it's like very obvious but yeah in terms of like actual tips what do we got yeah okay so i think you know how um guys love the chase well girls love mystery mm -hmm. i think it's because we're all low-key wicked good fbi investigators <laughs> so it's just um natural that we want mystery but i think <laughs> mystery man <laughs> get it Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay. So I think if a guy came up to me at a bar and he started a conversation with me and, you know, I mean, personally me, I take a while to like warm up to someone. So if you like crack a few jokes and like, you know, you are pretending like you care. Um, and then all of a sudden you just like leave, mm -hmm. like right as I'm like about to like, you know, I feel comfortable. If you go leave, find your friends, that's going to leave her wanting more. She's right. going to be like, wait, like I thought this was going well. Like I thought we were just starting to hit it off. Like why did he just like abruptly leave? Right. You know? I agree. Um, there's actually been some times that this, have ha this has happened to me and it's very interesting how it works because I think most guys assume you go up to a girl, you start a conversation, you initiate the conversation, however you initiate it, comment on what she just drank, what, you know, if she looks good, the weather, the fact the pandemic ended, whatever you want, you're, you're starting to talk to her and maybe she's just starting to warm up and she's like, okay, yeah, like I'll whatever, 
start a conversation. You get her laughing a little bit. And then you're like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to go find my friends and you leave. Obviously there's a chance she's not interested in you, in which case she might not care. But if she is even a little bit interested in the conversation and what you guys just talked about, she's probably going to be sitting at the bar being like, oh wait, where'd he go? Mm-hmm. And probably like wondering about you. And then let's say she sees you and you're having fun with other people and you're the life of the party and you're at the bar and you're talking to other girls. She's going to think like, okay, wow, this guy was really fun. And he, he's not like hanging on to like my every, every, every word. Like he doesn't need me. And I'm kind of interested in what he has going on. And I think that if you circle back later on in the night, circle back, circle back and you come up to her and you're like, Hey, it was really nice to meet you earlier. My friends and I are heading out, but I'd love to have your number and text you sometimes before I go. Mm -hmm. I think your chances of her giving her number to you are probably much higher than if you had stayed there talking to her, trying to start conversation after conversation for 30 minutes. Yeah. Because no one likes a lingerer. Like don't overstay your welcome, get in and get out. Um, and if you need to go back, then do it. But I really think that absence makes the heart grow fonder. So it's so true. Obviously you run the risk of her leaving before, but if you just like keep tabs on her, like, you know, just like check over every now and then make sure that she's still there. It could even be like a half hour, 45 minutes. Um, obviously depends on the time of the night. If it's close to closing time, you probably have to make a move sooner (laughs) rather than later, but right. No, absolutely. And yeah, this, a little caveat on this, like if you are, um, talking to a girl and like you guys have just like absolutely hit it off and the conversations are like flowing like crazy. Don't force it. Like you don't have to get out of there. But if, if it's a girl where it's like the first time you're talking to her and things are a little bit like, you know, still in the beginning stages, I think this is much, much better. Yeah. Okay. Next. Um, this is, I think really, really big if you're with a group and she's also with a group. Yeah. I feel like that's the perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. And like, we're not talking about like, she has like one friend. We're talking about a girl that's like squad deep with like three plus friends, bunch of her girls. Yeah. So she's at a table and she's with a few of her, or she's at the bar with a few of her girlfriends. You're there with a few of her guy friends. I think the faster you can work on getting your two groups to kind of merge Mm-hmm. mixed together the better yeah because i feel like when you merge the two groups it puts like a lot less pressure on the two of you because right. if you're like myself and you're more introverted and you have social anxiety like just talking with someone one-on-one especially someone like i don't know like that can cause anxiety right. so if you're in a group setting and you know not all the focus is on you that's going to, you know, make her feel more comfortable to want to talk to you. Exactly. No, I a hundred percent agree. And that way it doesn't have to be like, so like, where are you from? And like, what, right. do you, what do you do? It can just be like super fun and casual. And if you guys end up going out, you can talk about those things. So this is so, so, so random. Um, but something that I have seen guys do that I think actually works is if you go up to a group of girls and you start a conversation in a way that can be really fun and interactive. So mm-hmm. let's say, for example, you're a dude, you're interested in a girl, she's with a group of girls. You go up to them and you're like, okay guys, so my friends and I have been debating this all night. Do you guys think it's Reese's Pieces or Reese's Pieces? I know that's super random. A guy has actually done that to one of my friends before and it does work because a few of the girls are gonna be like, oh my God, it's Reese's Pieces. And the yeah. one girl is gonna be like, it's Reese's Pieces. And they're gonna be like, what? Oh my God, how could you yeah. say that? And he's gonna be like, oh my God, my boy over there says the <laughs> same thing. It's so weird. And then his yeah. boys come over and all of a sudden you guys are talking and arguing. And then one guy can be like, okay, let's get a round of shots for all of us. And boom, you're in. Yeah, I think that's a really good icebreaker because I feel like if a guy walked up and was like, hey, my friends and I have been debating this all night and they 
followed it up with like something that was like debating if whether or not I could get your number or whatever. Like if it was something like actually like trying to shoot your shot, that's kind of a turnoff. But if they, you know, I would be so relieved to hear them say something funny and like yes, lighthearted. like funny and like maybe they're being flirty, but they're not making it so obvious that they're hitting on you. They're just trying to like, they could literally be like, oh yeah, like not even interested in the girls, just literally Wanna trying to have friends. some fun. Yeah. yeah. And I think like when you're with a group too, overall just be as much fun as possible. Mm -hmm. Girls are attracted to guys who are like their, their group is like popping bottles and taking shots and being silly and like dancing around and just being like so chaotic and fun. Girls don't like those guys who come to bars and literally like just sit there waiting to talk to girls and they're like super lurky. It's not cute. <laughs> yeah. Don't be mopey and lurky, be fun and be the guy that the girls are like, damn, like that's a fun group of guys. Like I wanna talk to one of them. I agree. Okay, so I think that walking up to a girl and asking, can I buy you a drink is just like a hard no. I don't love it. Because I feel like most times you walk up to a girl and you ask her that and she probably already has a drink in her hand. So it's like, all right, you want me to double fist? Like, all right, cool. And then also when you ask a girl, like ask a girl, can I buy you a drink? There's like a probably like 5% acceptance right that that's gonna go well that a girl is gonna say yeah sure like because girls know that you can't just buy a girl a drink like if, no if, if a guy is buying you a drink you're almost obligated, obligated to talk to him you feel obligated to stick around and talk to him yes like if, if a guy came up to me and bought me a drink and i knew i had the option just to like slurp down the drink and get the hell out and hang out with my friends Absolutely, i would do I it would. but you look like a bitch and they're like oh she's bitchy like mm -hmm. you always feel this weird obligation to be things like so and you have to sit there and talk to him and girls hate feeling trapped right yeah see that's yeah that's the key um and also this is like a really quick aside but if you are ever gonna buy a girl a drink make sure you're not handing her a drink she doesn't know if you drugged it she doesn't know if it's roofie don't be an idiot the only person she should be getting a drink from is the bartender so just Keep that in mind too. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, what I would like to see men do though is, okay. Our friend is going to be so happy about this. I know. He's been begging us to bring this up. Hear, hear us out. We brought up Chad before. Chad. Hear us out. Bitches love food, okay? They do. So if a guy, like let's say we we're at a bar and a guy had a waiter bring over a pizza or uh, French a stack fries, of truffle mozzarella fries. Oh. Parmesan truffle fries and I'm marrying See you. See you later. But Forget if a, about it. Literally, don't buy me a drink. Don't ask me if you can no. buy me a drink. Buy me an appetizer because yes. I already have a drink in my hand. But you know what? I don't have a pizza in my hand. <laughs> I agree. So our friend Chad from Southie, who we talk about all the time, he's been like begging me. He's like, Shannon, please bring this up mm -hmm. on the podcast. He's like, let me know if you think it's a good idea. He thought it was weird. I think this, weird. he's like, is it weird or would it work? It would 100% work on me. Mm -hmm. You are with your girls at the bar you've been drinking and you guys are just like hammered and all of a sudden the waiter comes up and he puts down two orders of french fries and a pizza and he's like that's from the guys over there yep that would work on me 1000 percent because yeah. it's unique and it's different and think about it she probably didn't eat before mm -hmm. she left she probably was too busy getting ready didn't have the time and also was like i don't really want to eat right now because i want to look 
friggin' like a snack. I don't want to eat a snack, but you know, yeah. she's already a couple of drinks in, so she's like, give me all and the she food. she already bought jeans that are too small from her, for her, so she has to starve herself so that she can fit into them. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, you're gonna do that. If she's even a little bit interested in you, she's probably gonna go, go up to you and laugh and be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yeah. And there you go. The performance anxiety that most guys feel when they're about to go up to a girl because yeah, she's approaching you now. she's now going up to you yeah easy boom so much better than buying a drink for a girl yeah i don't like it but if you do want to buy a drink i think again from afar order them like order the girls around a shots order them drinks i think that's way better still than going up to a girl and be like can i buy you a drink it's like no yeah. fuck no get out of my yeah, face have the waiter bring it to you <laughs> okay so this is another big one um and i think that Guys just need to be a little bit more observant. So you need to pay attention to the yeah. vibe that she's putting out towards you. Um, girls usually aren't going to come right out and approach a guy and hit on him. But what girls do is they very subtly, but actually kind of obviously will make it known if they're interested in you. So if there's a girl and she's kind of shooting some glances your way or trying to make some eye contact throughout the night and you just kind of notice it and maybe she has like a slight smile on her face or like a big one is like her body's like turned towards you. Yeah, body language is key. Like I know in New Girl, there's this one scene where Cece says she's like, boys always like their feet are always torn, turned, uh, turned towards things that they like. I've heard that elsewhere. <laughs> but it works with girls too. Like if your body is physically like opened up like towards them and you're in a place where they're in the perfect, like the guy's in a perfect position to approach the girl, she's kind of sending some signals that she probably would be okay with you approaching her. Yeah. If she is like trying to avoid all eye contact and not look at you, she put her sunglasses on and her hood and she's like ducked under the table, like trying to evade eye contact. Like she probably doesn't want you to come up to her and hit on her. Yeah. I feel like that one can be a little tricky because guys aren't very observant. <laughs> so if all fails, I think a compliment goes a really long way. Girls spend so long getting ready to go out. Like, and so much money too, like time on hair, makeup, nails, yeah. tanning, like picking out an outfit, buying clothes, shopping, all that stuff. Like I feel like guys like don't really understand like how much it goes into like looking yeah. good for a night out. So if you walk up to a girl and you compliment her and like not just say like, oh, like you're beautiful. Like if you specifically like point out something like your bag, your shoes, your necklace, your dress, like like something specific about her, she's gonna be like, oh wow, like he, I, he paid attention and he yeah, he noticed he he must appreciate like beauty and like fashion and I style once had whatever. a guy like compliment my eyelashes so weird he was like he's like he was like sorry this is so weird and like I'm not trying to come off as creepy but. I honestly, I have to ask you, like, your eyelashes are so beautiful. Like, are That's they? That's a little weird. He was like, like, he was like, are they, are they real? And I was like, yeah, actually, they are. And he was like, I don't know. I just feel like little things like that. Like again, like don't be creepy about it. But girls spend so long obsessing over these teeny tiny details. So if you yeah. can pick something out and let her know that you noticed it, she's gonna be like, wow, like all this work that I just put in isn't just gonna go, go to, to waste. To waste, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Okay, so good luck. Hopefully that works for you guys. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Um, when in doubt, just go up to a girl and be like, that ass though. No, no, that just <laughs> That would work on me. No, it wouldn't work on you. <laughs> no, because I know they would be lying. <laughs> Those titties be popping. <laughs> I know that they'd be lying. So I'm like, all right, you're already, to you're already lying to me and we're not even dating. So just <laughs> keep, just 
the doors over there. Just Wait, imagine like someone comes up to you no. and they're like, <laughs> they're like, how you keep that all on your shirt? And you're like, what? <laughs> I think it's the soda pop. I think I'm just like getting a sugar rush, but there's no sugar no, in it. Okay. okay. Anyways. Okay. What were you so <laughs> I just wanted to move on, but you just want to be weird. Anyways. Um, okay. So the other day, are you good? Yes. Okay. I'm good. I'm stable. Okay. Cause I have a story for you. Okay. I feel like you would enjoy this. Cause I feel like you, you love when I spiral. Yeah. I do like when you spiral. I know. Um, so the other day I was in Gloucester. It was my first time going to, what do they call it? The North shore. Yes. Yeah. I guess there's the North shore and the South shore. I don't know. Well, how do you not know that? I'm not from Mass. I is don't it the, know. Is it the geography thing again? <laughs> Come on. We should bring that up. We should bring. We should bring up. Okay. All I really knew about Mass Abby thought was that Michigan like, was in was in Texas. No, but we I can didn't. talk about that. She's exaggerating. We can talk about it another day. She's exaggerating. Anyways, <laughs> um, we spent a whole day in Gloucester. He was um, bringing me to. So I guess he has like a friend or two that is from there, and so he has spent a lot of time, like a lot of summer in Gloucester and okay. you know we had a whole day Beautiful. we went to the beach we went to this one restaurant that he had been talking about that he was like I really want to bring you I think you would like it mm-hmm. we went to like this um like farm orchard thing we mm-hmm. like saw a bunch of like goats and chickens and pigs and horses and whatever okay and it was <laughs> amazing no it really made my day Thanks. and then we went down to I don't know what they call it down I don't know downtown but I guess every summer they have this greasy pole contest and it's like this whole big thing it's like i think it's like saint peter's festival i don't know look it up it's like the whole town like it's like a whole like thursday to sunday thing whatever so he goes to that every year but basically like we were just walking and you know he and i was just like wow this is so nice that i like get to see like what you know you've been doing like the past summers without me like not in your life and like classic you just getting mad at him for existing before he <laughs> met you. I didn't get mad. Okay, go but, on. <laughs> but he was basically just telling me how like he wasn't sure if he was going to attend the Greasy Pole weekend thing this summer. And um, we really had such a great day. But I... He, he was telling me about how, like, before he had a girlfriend, life was just so different. Like, we were just, we just started to, like, compare, like, how much life has changed mm-hmm. since um, last summer and this summer. And, like, how, like, last summer he would always be and, like, he was never home. Like, he was, like, I think I could think of one weekend when I was literally home. Like, he was, like, either I'd be in Gloucester, I'd be in the Cape, or I'd be in the or in the city and because he didn't live in Boston last summer. Um, so he'd be like, or I'd be in Boston. Like, cause you, you and Michael had always joked about how, Oh, we don't see mystery man during the winter. Cause he's always skiing. And we don't see mystery man during the summer. Cause he's either golfing or he's either, you know, in the Cape or whatever doing this God, whatever. Um, and I was like, Oh, like, so do you think you'll like miss that? And he was like, what? And I was like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, do you think you'll miss not bopping around from place to place every weekend? He was like, no, like he's like, I just think like at some point in your life, like you have to, he was like, yeah, I'd be on, I'd be couch surfing every weekend, like just sleeping on all my buddies couches and whatever. And I was like, do you think you'll miss that? And he was like, no, I think at some point you have to grow up and like things change. And and I was like, so, so you don't regret getting in a relationship. You don't miss being single. And he was like, Abby, what the hell are you saying? And I was like, 
I'm just asking. I was just wondering. Imagine if she was like, yeah, actually, I really regret getting into a relationship with you. <laughs> and then you guys broke up and that was it. Uh, mm. I'm kidding. Um, literally, though, after, like, when we were laughing about how I was being, like, crazy about it, he was like, well, you know, the summer isn't over, so it's hard to tell if I'll miss it. And I was like, ha you're so funny. But it just got me, like, thinking about how, like, couples in, like, like the Bachelor and the Bachelor that they live in, like, this fantasy world and once they return to reality, they usually break up. And I right. was like, oh my God, wait, we're literally living in the bachelor slash bachelorette world right now. Because I feel like so many people, myself included, got into a new relationship during quarantine. Mm-hmm. And we got so used to like our our new like lifestyle. Like, you know, we couldn't really do anything. There was a curfew. Like all we could really do is go out to dinner. And then most times we'd have to be home by like 10 or 11. And so now I'm like well, now we're back. Like the city's open. Right. And there's so much more to do. Like the clubs are back open. We can stay up like out until 2 a.m. again. And now I'm like, yo, wait, like what are all these new couples that got together during the pandemic doing? Like, are you guys okay? Like, do you think like we'll see like a, a splurge of breakups because of this? Honestly, I think so. Um, and I don't want to be super negative because I, like, you know, me, I'm just like really positive and like, you know, healthy and like a good person. <laughs> healthy over, mindset. Yeah, like yeah, a really yeah. good positive mindset towards everyone. But I do think a lot of these people will break up. And I think it's gonna be really awkward because they all sh- they all got dogs and they all got cats and they're all sharing pets, even though like I did that. But anyways, they're all sharing pets together. And it's like, who gets custody of the dog and of the cat? And like, what's gonna happen when the parents break up? I think there are some couples that are gonna work it out. But I think it's just interesting because so many of these people and- I do think like you guys got into a relationship during COVID, but you guys didn't do the traditional, like you guys didn't move in together or adopt something or get married or get pregnant and all that stuff. Not that there's anything nope, wrong with any, of, any of that. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with any of those things, but I do think that a lot of these people, you know, the world shuts down and people felt really lonely and they were like, I am dating this person and it's so magical and we're just inside and I'm baking for him every night. And it's like the Ariana Grande paradox where she's not on tour and she's hanging out with this new guy and all of a sudden they're all in love. It's like, well, what happens when she goes back on tour and he doesn't see her for six months out of the year? You know what I mean? Like, is he going to be able to handle her being busy 24-7 doing long distance? Right, exactly. And I honestly think it's hard because you can't make blanket statements. Every relationship is different. So Mm. there are some couples out there who have been trying to have a child for years and maybe it happened during COVID. So again, not generalizing against them. But I do think that there is a percentage of people who wanted to be with someone. They didn't care who the hell it was, but they wanted companionship. They wanted someone to be there for them. Yeah, Cause they didn't know how long this pandemic was gonna yeah. last. Well, there's people who are like, the clubs may never open. We may never get back out there. We I may, may just stay inside forever. Again. Right, so they were like, let's, you know, let's get married up. and wife up and stay in. I think it's interesting though, cause what we're gonna see is that these same people, mm-hmm. shit's gonna start opening up. And Mystery Man, even though, Obviously, he's like super loyal, would never do anything shitty. All of a sudden, he's going to be able to go out to a bar till two, three in the morning with the boys. He wasn't able to do that the last year. No. So he comes home at three in the morning and 
In is Abby going to be okay with is, that? Is Abby going to, Abby's definitely not going to be okay with that. I can tell you that right <laughs> No, because I have separation anxiety and, you know, I've been used to having him in my pocket this whole pandemic. No, I'm kidding. Um, you always used to say that you wanted to put him in your pocket. My back pocket. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but I think, no, but see, see the thing, the difference between me and them is that um, I think there's a lot, there was a lot of closeted psychopaths psycho girlfriends who oh, you know they they, they act they didn't have to be psycho yes and now yeah. they have the opportunity to be psycho but see i've been psycho since day one yeah so you've been very open. clear about that no i like that you were like uh you're yes. like an obvious psychopath yes yeah, so right. he knew what he was getting himself into okay. but i think there's a lot of men out there that got into these relationships with these girls and and they didn't have the normal struggles that like guys who date psychopaths have to deal with which is like is she going to be cool with me coming home at 2 a.m.? Like, da da da, da right. Is know? she going to be cool with me, like, having a friend? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think it goes both ways, though. I think that it's the same way for, you know, the girls. Like, for example, this whole entire year, the only thing that we've been able to go do is go to dinner with yeah. our friends. If Ooh. I go to one more dinner, I'm going to literally blow my brains out. Go to yeah. a dinner with six friends, and you get a few drinks, and then you go home, and that's all you could do. And typically, I mean, it still happens, but... And if you go to a house party, it would happen. But a guy isn't really going to go up to a table of six girls and ask for one of their numbers or like hit on them. That's like typically not going to happen, I feel like. So it was a little bit less prevalent. Now we're going to the bars again. So you can go to a bar with your friends and you're it's crowded and you're, you know, at the bar exposed and guys are going to go up to you and they're going to hit on you because that's just what happens at bars. So it's like, there's just a lot more areas where people can be jealous and a lot more issues that can arise in these relationships. I do think that there's a percentage of them that won't work out for those reasons. But I also do think there's another percentage of relationships that might be eventually regretting a little bit like, okay, I thought I was ready to settle down and I was that chapter in my life was behind me, but now they're seeing people's Snapchats and their Instagram mm-hmm. stories and people are going out and they're meeting people and they're having fun and it's hot girl summer. And maybe they're like, ah, oh, damn, here I am married with a kid <laughs> on the way. And they're like, and they Can't probably would never, now. <laughs> they'd probably never admit it, but they're like, this is not like what if I, I if for. I had known that COVID was going to be over in a few months, maybe I wouldn't have Jumped have done this relationship. Yeah, exactly. Well, may the odds be ever in your favor. I agree. I mean, I hope it works out for everyone because you know me. I just positive. I want good vibes everywhere. Just <laughs> well, you're stuck with me, and so is Mister Man. So. so true. I think we're going to make it through. I think we're we, we me and you. We're a pandemic couple, right? Me and you. Yeah. Our podcast is a pandemic couple. Our, yeah. our podcast is a, a pandemic pand- baby. A pandemic baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. And hopefully. she's here to stay. <laughs> we have full custody. Oh, you said this earlier. You said most podcasts make it seven episodes. Seven episodes. Yeah. And we are quadruple that. This is episode 28. Yeah. Peter actually Thank you, did Peter, some, for the math. P- Peter did some quick math for us. He was like seven times four is 28. We were like, thank you, Peter. Cause we didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> that's all we've got for you guys this week. Make sure you Subscribe on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Turn on your post notifications on so you get notified when new episodes drop while you're on Apple. Apparently, none of you are. You all like Spotify more. Apparently, you guys all like Spotify, which is why we don't have more reviews. Exactly. Exactly. But do us a favor. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Follow Mm -hmm. us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Our Instagram is at drinksafterwork underscore. There's a link in our bio. Shout out Hubie for um, giving us a dope platform to, you know, put 
put all of our merch, our private Facebook group, which you should join if you're a Boston baddie. Um, so head to our Instagram. You can keep up with us there and we will see you guys next week. Yes. And men out there, if you've listened and have not learned anything else this weekend, when you're at the bar, send girls some appetizers, the girls out there, they're drunk, they're starving. They've been starving themselves all day to be a size two when they're really a size four, send them some truffle fries. You won't regret it. And tag us in your posts as always. Yes. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.